like if, if, if you cheat on a girl and you're like, oh, babe, I'm sorry. That's usually the energy that happens. And she's like, no, mm-hmm. fuck you, nigga. Da, da, da. But if you were just like, no, this isn't cheating. I'm leaving you. That shifts the whole conversation very quickly to like, wait, what did I do? Or like, da, da, da. so and then it can turn into, can we work this out very quickly? You get, you're giving these niggas the blueprint. That's the fucking blueprint. Really are, yeah, bro. maybe. <laughs> That's how you really get away from it. Is layer like, that shit up. Just like, do just more fucked shit up shit. Mm. So they, yeah. It's like Yo, Jesus eat. Christ. Because see, that's a red flag. It's a red flag. Yeah. But if a woman like is if, like, like if you were looking handsome and somebody was like, damn, you a bad bitch, bro. Like some shit like that. Yeah, we can go with that. <laughs> oh, you like that? Or like that's that's okay, kind of. I was I was just like, I, I, I don't know, I just said we can go with that shit <laughs> for this example. <laughs> This I mean, like, but is it? Is oh, it, you is like it, that? Yeah, you like that. Yeah, I'm yeah you like that, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you like that, you bad bitch. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, you like that? Yeah, you like that, you motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> you like that, bitch. <laughs> they even wait for my confirmation. Yeah, you like that, bitch. Yeah. I feel like bitch is a little bit more like, yeah, like it seems way more offensive. Like there is a way that someone can call me nigga that I take offense for sure. Cause I I have had that happen. Like from a black person, not from a non black person, but yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Absolutely. It's it's in context. It's like, it's um, it's highly contextual. Like somebody can call me, you know, a nigga and I'm, I'm like, okay, you know, cool. And somebody can call me a nigga and I'm like, is, is we finna, is we finna sprout? Yeah. Is we finna engage in fisticuffs when Dennis Schroeder and like Kyrie Irving got into it? Because Dennis Schroeder literally did that same thing. Like it was some kind of on on the court situation. Yes. And Dennis was like, was like, hey nigga, you good? And Kyrie was like, don't you ever fucking call me? You know what yes. I mean? Like Absolutely. Absolutely. If y'all in the middle of any type of discussion, like, hey, did you do the did you do the dishes? I'll, I'll get to him in a bit. Oh, sorry, I was just hoping that you could, you know, when you get a chance, hey, look, nigga, I'll get to it when I get to it. All right, we're about to fight. Like that's an immediately a, a problem, you know, I would say. Mm-hmm. I guess taking it back though, like I would say that. As far as like the word bitch, and if I'm talking to a woman, I would feel more comfortable calling her a nigga versus a bitch way quicker than, you know. Like, True. Because it's kind of like that. In, it's kind of like the, the inverse of like how women call each other bitches. Yeah. Bitch. Yeah. Like, you yes, know what yes, I'm saying? Yes, yes, like, yes. and it's, and it's kind of, that's like how black people use the word nigga in general. Yeah. Okay. A woman can True. call another woman a bitch and there's no problem. But if I call a woman a bitch in the same situation, it would be weird or disrespectful. Okay. I feel like it can kind of depend. I mean, I've, I've, I've said bitch to a woman before, like, man, you a crazy bitch. Yeah, or like, yeah, you know, yeah, but, exactly. Yeah, like, yeah. But that's been very sparing. And even when yeah, I said yeah, that yeah. shit before, I was, ooh, I, I was so, yeah, tread the, th- yeah. the thin line yeah. there. It's been mixed. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'd be like, oh, you a bad bitch. Or like, yes, bitch. Or like anything like that. Like, you know. Oh, okay. Yeah. Anything that's kind of like in the same vein where I feel like a gay dude might say it, like, damn, bitch, or yeah. some shit like that. Yeah. I feel yeah, like yeah. that's kind of, you know, but if I go like, because there's a difference between saying, damn bitch and being like you're a bitch because that's uh, that's a totally different use of the word like you're being a bitch is a totally different use of the word or yeah. like bitches be crazy say that all the time around women nobody has a, has an issue Facts. but that is also ironically sort of tongue-in-cheek like a send-up of the use of bitch so that's a little bit different i guess yeah but yeah i'm, I'm totally with you on that because i'd be like i will say um oh you 
oh, we bringing bad bitch such and such out tonight. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they yeah, always yeah, laugh. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, oh, exactly. oh, 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 we getting bad bitch. Uh, we getting bad bitch Catherine tonight. Goddamn, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I say that shit all the time. And they was like, <laughs> you know what I'm exactly, saying? Exactly, exactly. Damn, bitch, is that you? Oh, shit. Like, and, and they don't even notice that you didn't said bitch like that. They're just like, well, yes, it is. This is indeed mm-hmm. me, you know? That kind of thing. Yeah. How about you, Alvin? What's your uh, bitch ratio? <laughs> I've, I try my hardest not to use the word. I think the only time that I use it is the maybe one or two times I've said it on here um in like years like i caught like i called a woman at her face like in a very derogatory manner when oh I was yeah like as an insult yeah as an insult when i was like 17 and then i was like yeah no. never again uh yeah. that felt dirty inside yeah 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 oh what about like I, like I apologized to her like years later like years <laughs> later I was, was like, it somebody that you respected or 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 was it a justified bitch administration i don't think so she was wrong she was doing yeah like dumb shit but i don't think that it was my place to call her that regardless okay do you think that there ever is a place where it's it's appropriate um i don't know i would i would say i I would say i would just rather not use it in general okay fair how how y'all feel about if i say if i say it it's like under alcohol and like i'm like chilling with the homies and shit that kind of shit which probably don't make it right, but that's just like the context. Oh well, yeah, you slip a little. I mean, shit, white people call us yeah. nigga when they when they get a little bit <laughs> bit of drinking them and they be by themselves. So you know, yeah, say la vie. That is that. That's how it is. How y'all feel about the cunt word though? That's like a white person like thing. It I, is. I, I it really, is. Yeah, that's, a white, that's, that's a, a white person thing. That's a white yeah. person trigger as well. Yeah, I, yeah. Hey, I never even use that word. Yeah, Me neither. It's Ever. like moron. You know, it's like yeah, right. I, mean, I guess yeah. Never yeah. really thought to use it. It's spicy though. It's not it as is. much over here, but it is kind. It's very spicy. I feel like it's a good, like I want to use it just because it seems so strong, but it's like it's with not white even. People? With it's white so people, strong, most definitely, yeah. bro. Like you yeah. say that shit to like a white woman, like she yeah. will, you know, call the authorities. Like that. Shit oh yeah, 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 yeah. Like, that's has, like you calling her power. a nigga. Like a, yeah, that's yeah. like the n word to a black person. You call a white a white woman a cunt. Oh yeah, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> it's a wrap for you, bro. Bitch. She is gonna get you out of there, bro. You call a woman a, a, a cunt bitch, goddamn nigga. <laughs> Shit. You fucking cunt bitch, nigga. Yeah. Hey, everybody, a cunt bitch to- coon, bro. You call a black oh, woman a cunt man. bitch coon. No, bro. So the funniest oh, shit in the that would be completely me, fucked up. Oh my god, Jesus! The funniest Christ. shit in the world to me, and it probably shouldn't be funny, is mm-hmm. when fucking like fucking um, Umar Johnson be calling um, niggas um, black male beta coons. That shit fucking cracks <laughs> me up every fucking time. Every fucking That's time. so good. That's so good. That sounds like a super villain from like a, some sort of Dr. Yeah, right. Umar anime. Oh no, bro, it's be hilarious as fuck, bro. It's the Black Bell Beta Coons. <laughs> just a fleet of niggas. <laughs> they all joined a fleet of weak ass niggas. <laughs> oh shit. I love white women. <laughs> oh, she up, is beautiful to be. Damn, I'm trying to start this motherfucker. We joking too much. Shit. Uh, welcome everybody to Waving the Red Flag, the number one uh, Negro linguistics podcast and dating podcast in the universe. We're just trying to figure out when to use coon, cunt, nigga, bitch appropriately for everybody. And I think we've come to some conclusions. How y'all doing? The answer is never apparently, but good. I feel like there's some places for coon. Coon, coon cunts is crazy. You can't call nobody that. <laughs> 
That's the alliteration is, is beautiful, though. Oh, man. You spell it with two Ks? Uh-uh. That's, yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Mm, not mm, not appropriate. Mm. Not appropriate. But but a, a cracker cunt, I, I feel like I can, that might, there might be some scenarios in which that one is required. You know what I mean? Because we all, like. we never have the tool, <laughs> we never have the tools in our tool belt. You know what I mean? Like you're dealing with the Karen and she hits you with a nigga. You like most black people just go into like wow mode. Either you have to either hit this person or go into wow mode. We don't have any linguistic tools to combat that in those Karen situations. Well, I think most I think most niggas just like resort to bitch. Like they're like, all right, the word but bitch it doesn't can do really be used now. You see what exactly. I'm saying? So that's why much. you gotta. And so if you want to like you know go down there with them, yeah. you know what I mean? Like you gotta throw oh, out yeah, that bring c it to word. The floor. Yeah. yeah, and I think coon cunt would actually be a better fucking <laughs> Wait, slur. Wait, if we called to a, a white, white person woman, a coon cunt, a coon cunt, absolutely that, better than a cracker. Because yeah. they don't, they don't, they don't <laughs> flinch at cracker. Like, oh, that's true. Fuck. Like, that's they want to laugh with you. Right. So if you call bitch, him a coon that, cunt, a like, coon what cunt. the fuck? You think I'm a nigger and a cunt? You nigger bitch. Oh Lord, Jesus Christ. Um, but uh i let's go ahead and get into to i don't know do y'all want to talk about scenes from a marriage since we didn't since everybody's watched watched a bit of it i've been waiting for this first of all we've okay. all finished it some of us finished it before you eddie just want to point that out hey look all right it's not a fucking pissing match all right but i watched it as soon as it came out so i don't know what the fuck y'all are talking about it as a matter first of fact of all, i watched I on, it before I it came set, out nigga. i was on set <laughs> nigga i wrote the script Fuck that. I was in the scenes from that shit, marriage, nigga. nigga. Oh, right. I, was, I directed the shit, nigga. I'm the one who told motherfucking John not to yell, nigga. I said, no, no, no. We actually want to portray you as that. being more humanistic, so don't yell. Yeah. Okay, well, fuck that. How about I was I starred in the original Swedish version that this is a remake of? How about that? So I done seen episode 10 already. Mm. Mm. It's only six mm. episodes, ain't it, nigga? What the fuck? Oh, to, to regular niggas like you, yeah, y'all don't have access to the fucking Patreon, you know? So y'all don't know about the extra you ain't got the You ain't got the DVD box set with the motherfucking commentary, commentary on it, with boy. The director's cut. I got the Snyder <laughs> cut of scenes from a marriage, nigga. Fuck out of here. Hit <laughs> <laughs> doing the commentary. <laughs> <laughs> hey, bitch. Hey, bitch. Uh, don't do that. See, so I thought right here she should do this because uh, she was being a real coon bitch right there, a real coon cunt. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. Which honestly, I do. You, I, I. Okay, so obviously spoilers for scenes from my marriage for those of you who haven't watched it. Just skip to the next chapter where we talk about some some other shit on YouTube. But I'm a little bit torn. Like I'm like sixty forty that she's a horrible human being, but I'm like sixty forty. The only true issue that i have with her character mm. is that she didn't end it sooner and i think that's a big big thing like i think that's huge yeah but i, think, I, I, but I agree huge. i think that's huge like that was the one error i don't i don't have an issue with her falling out of love with this man i don't have an issue with because i understand because like from the first two episodes it, it everything the, the fact that something was off was like obvious to us but he was oblivious and i feel like there was so much of that and there was so much of just stagnation in the way that they communicated that i was just like it just felt like i was watching a train wreck every time they talked about like the most minute shit um and i also understand like dealing with that type of a man who can be like he's he's right he's so right that you can't even have needs kind of shit is how i felt like he, he was like yeah. a boxer in yeah but, but that's see and i'll be 
in my and I'll be honest, like at first, like on especially like on episode one at the beginning, mm. I thought that he was gonna be the dick. Like I thought that he was gonna be like a Tyler mm. Perry esque type of character. Mm. Like okay. wouldn't let her don't let her get a word in, always interpreting yes. her thoughts mm-hmm. for her, speaking for her. And I did not like him yeah. at first. I can see that. I can see that. And you know, still some things I don't like about him, but man, if I don't empathize with that nigga, and like I felt like I was because that nigga that scene at the door shit. when he was like like holding her to not let her go. And I was just like, yo, the man, bro. Back I, was to what, like, I was like, nigga, yeah. let that bit go, bro. Uh-uh. It's a but, rap. but how bro, the, the way that she did it was so yeah. insane. Like nasty. Like, bruh, I can't even I can't even put into words how psychopathic of an approach that is. That said, the reason I'm 60 40 is because I can I can understand when she said when she was crying in the bed and she said, if I don't leave tonight, I never will. I understand yeah. that kind of panic. However, I think as an adult, you got to grow up and do better than that. Like, I understand, like, you sometimes you feel like I just I got to move to Peru or my life is ruined. Yeah. I get that. But as a grown adult, you got to be like, no, I have responsibilities. I've I've made agreements with people. I have I have to stifle my own fears and figure out how to get my needs met without just trampling on everybody else. So I have minimal sympathy for that, but I understand where she's coming from. But nigga... Can you imagine argue, like talking to your girl about a home renovation and then within that night she's gone for three months with her other lover that you didn't know? Like that it, just the 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 fucking switch in what your life is is to put somebody through that is just I think that's unforgivable. I think my biggest issue is that and again, maybe maybe you see more. Maybe I'm being a whole lot of isms, just being frank. Okay, let's but it very it very much seems like you left because you were bored. Oh yeah, yeah, like 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 you were were bored. No, like like if you go to episode two, she specifically said that the reason that she left was because she hadn't felt passion like she felt with Polly. Mm -hmm. Yes, before. Mm -hmm. So you left because you were bored. See, I okay, so. I actually don't have an issue with that. I think that to some extent a person has a right to leave because they're bored. You know what I, I think, mean? I think I think I think a person has a right to leave because they're bored. And I don't but necessarily I think like, it makes them bad either. And I don't think it I don't think it makes them a bad person. Like I like I mean I led with this saying that I feel like the only truly bad thing that she did was that I feel like she drew it out longer than it needed to be. Oh, I think yeah. people I think people should 100% be free to leave a relationship if it doesn't suit their needs, whatever those needs may be. But in the hierarchy of needs, I think that you being bored is like the bottom of the basement one. I feel like that's the easiest to fucking fix. I feel like it's the it's the one that is of everything that a long term monogamous partnership is mm. in okay, the modern can I say era. Real quick? So. And this and this goes is Alvin. This goes back to what you were saying like a while ago with women. They'll break up with you six months or uh, long before they actually do yes. break up with you. Mm-hmm. And she even stated that like she tried, she tried. God damn it, she tried. Mm-mm. And like the passion, whatever it was, that connection that was missing just wasn't there for her until she finally got the nuts or the ovaries to be like, I'm out. I can't do it anymore. You know. So it's like. And I'm, I, I agree with you. Like, that was because I agree with both of y'all. Eddie, um, I agree with you. I can see how that's a valid reason to leave somebody. If you're just bored, you don't, there's no passion. Like, you don't, 
there's just it's just not there with that person anymore. When you meet somebody else and fucking passion, you feel you feel alive when you're with that person. And also agree that she should have or could have at least gave him some more warning, some more heads up about, hey, I'm about to head out like this is instead of just the night <laughs> yeah. of. Man, because the night of saying. is crazy because it's like. Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry, I got. I, got, I have like so many goddamn thoughts. Mm. Me, me too, and we gonna have to, yeah, we gonna we have to unpack this, you know, democratically amongst the three of us. But it's just like everything that a modern partnership is, man. And like you left because you were bored. Like you're I, tying, you're tying think finances. You have a child. You a know what child. I mean? Like everything I, that that is. See, I, I think you're. I think you might be underestimating because I'm. I'm very torn. Like I. I like I very much, and I've said on this podcast, I'm very pro settling. I think you can be like, yo, look, I'm doing this because I understand that a life is long. We're going to be spending decades together. We're going to do a lot of stuff that really transcends the like high school crush. I, like you, you yeah. make me hard and I make you wet phase of things. And, and to just know that you have somebody that's riding for you is like way more valuable than someone that like gives me the tingles. But mm. Mm. A light living, asking a, a human being to live a life devoid of passion, I think you're really discounting how miserable yeah. that can be to not have that no. as part of your life. Like you can be like, yeah, okay, even... I have all these things, but I'm yeah. miserable. Like I don't want to come home. I don't want to do this. So, so my whole thing is that if you're miserable for, so for example, we talked about how especially in episode one, he may not have been like the easiest person to deal with. Yeah. You see that again in episode three, when they have that kind of come together, he clearly wasn't the easiest person to deal with. So I get that. So if you're dreading coming home because we have clear cut personality, like issues, like there's a gap there. I completely understand that. But again, you cannot be bored fairly quickly. And again, she gives examples of her not being bored fairly quickly. They weren't having sex. She she fucked Polly like twice and came home and started fucking this nigga again. But that's so like you can yeah. you can find passion a little bit nah, easier. Nigga, that's a lightning rod me. though. Like if if because you can't say to your husband, hey, you know what? I'm a little bit bored. Maybe some extra dick might help me like yours more. Like nobody's gonna, you know what I mean? That's they, not even that's not even what I'm that's not even what I'm talking about. Like there are like plenty of things that you can do. To, to spice to, it up from yeah. a relationship perspective that don't involve you fucking another nigga. But I'm not even saying that I think that that was the world's worst thing in her particular situation. Cause as Josh was saying, it seems like she was gone long before that, but passion is so fucking fleeting and so easy to get relative to everything else is what I, I'm saying. I, relative see, to everything else. I think, okay. So I can, I can find passion on, I can find passion in the middle of a club while the right fucking song is going on. I can't find somebody to build with anywhere near as easily. That's a that's an excellent point. However, I think, okay, you know what? I will say in in favor to what you're saying, they talked about this from the from the first episode, and I kind of saw the whole thing coming because, and it almost falls into a narrative. So I'm almost a little bit hesitant to like, you know, because somebody wrote this down. It's not like reality. Yeah. Somebody wrote this, mm -hmm. but girl who goes through a bunch of abusive relationships with a bunch of bad boys, and then you know finally fucks the nigga that's kind of been in her periphery for a while who's a little bit nerdy never been been with a a, uh, a woman and they get married they have kids and they're together for, for a decade and then she cheats with an exciting nigga who's you know a decade younger than her and it's kind of like 
cliche like we all kind of saw that coming you know what i mean this is what this is the program you have in your head of what passion looks like and you had a safe relatively decent communicating compassionate caretaking emotionally intelligent ish nigga and you were like i need somebody to knock me around fuck this shit you know it was super telegraphed the one of the bigger telegraphs was the fact that she made so much money than him as well you know what i mean like i feel Mm. like that's one of those things where it was like especially during that that very opening scene where they were having those conversations about the success or or how one should define success was a was a facet of that conversation as well but talking about the success of relationships where the woman is the primary breadwinner yes mm-hmm. and he's very clear cut you know i was i, I, was did, I didn't i didn't pick, i didn't pick that up as as telegraphed from them but you're saying you you picked it up as like a telegraph of an issue between them, like you could feel her, or just the fact that they told us that it was, we knew it was going to be an issue. The fact that they told us that. Yeah. Okay. I mean, because I I don't know. I think I didn't really pick up anything from that regard. But what I picked up more so in terms of a, a signal of distress within their relationship was the fact that he was the stay-at-home dad, and like he was dealing with the kid, and you know, of course, going through all those motions because that's a full-time job for anybody. And she was kind of absent, you know, working like the the mm. roles were reversed. Yes. And I felt like the, the distress from him and, sh- and because like she wasn't around and active like that in their daughter's life, you know, and then that was, I mean, but that's been a theme from episode one to three. Oh, yeah. Especially fucking two. Because like she, are you leaving? You ain't even, uh... like, you, you leaving your daughter and you making all these excuses and you doubling back on just fucking picking her up or waking her up in the morning to say goodbye or and you expect me to just be here and just try to figure out a way to pick up the pieces with our child of why you're not going to be back or why, you know, you don't live with us anymore. It's like, what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. And I and I really liked something that they have done, but it really stuck out in episode two was she at least twice when I'm thinking back on it said, well, men do this all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, so, okay. Yeah. yeah. Like, like, yeah. and, and she very much tried to play the, if I was a man, this wouldn't be a problem mm. in that, in that conversation. So I mm-hmm. think, um, I do, I do like the fact that they did that because a lot of times men don't see shit as bullshit until, you know, like men do have that filter. We do view sure. stuff in that lens. So, them showing like a woman doing this shit kind of says like, oh, well, maybe it's not cool when anybody does this kind of shit. So mm-hmm. I do mm-hmm. like the fact that they did that, but I thought that that was a very, a very good plot device. That's a fair point. I'm wondering whether or not I would have more of an issue because they, they did flip so much of the, of the gender stuff. But I also feel like, do niggas really leave their wives like that? Like, I don't really think that that's as common, especially in the, like, I think niggas get caught with their mistresses. That's a common yeah. thing. Niggas have second families. That's a common thing. But in terms of niggas leaving midway through a marriage, I feel like that's not a thing men do that even, often. I'm not even talking about that. I'm talking about the fact that, like, niggas are very cool just being like, oh, I'm a good father and I'm just going to see my daughter once oh. every two weeks. On oh, the yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, you're right. You're right. You're now, right. Now you're flip right. it and have a mother doing that situation. And that looks that looks way that's different true. That's of, true. The, of, see, of the yeah. majority of society. Okay. Yeah. I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Yeah. And I actually didn't have an issue with that because I'm like, and, but I also think that this was part of like, 
the issue that I saw even from episode one and why I could kind of detect that he was probably a difficult man to deal with. And I didn't, I feel like a lot of people felt what you felt, Josh, that like, oh, maybe he's controlling, but I, Mm-hmm. something about that actually rubs me wrong because I feel like often sometimes when we see a man who knows how to run his home, who's a good father and like knows, no, this is what the baby needs. And this is how the, it, it comes across so strange that we look at it negative. But I think if, if we just, like you said, flip the genders and the woman was doing that, we wouldn't, we wouldn't look at him crazy at all. Like he knows the baby's schedule. He takes care of her bottle of milk. He knows how they run that home she's she doesn't she obviously doesn't fucking know how to run her own personal life you know so that was i yeah. i'm kind of like yeah is he an asshole or is he just the one who knows Man. what's going on but that can know. also like, be difficult like- it, I it, do think me, it, that he was difficult, but like shit, man. Like there was so much shit where like she tried to make it about him, and I just feel like it just majority wasn't about him. Like when she talked mm-hmm. about that abortion in episode two. Oh yeah. And I was like, this motherfucker told you that y'all could have not done. You know what I'm saying? It was yeah. like, yeah. but yep. that was, that was a very nuanced situation. Very he nuanced did want, situation. He did want the baby. He, he, yeah. he, was, very, he was very apprehensive. He, he, he was like, bro, when they nah, first nah, said other he, way he around. Like, we can do this. He was like, we can do this. That was the first but, thing he said. Yeah. He was like, you, I think you got I'm another way around. Like he wanted the baby bad. Like he wanted it because that he, he had a panic attack at the vending machine because they were getting an abortion. Is that what was going on? They were yeah. getting the abortion in that yes. scene. Yes, yes. Oh shit! I missed. And he that. almost I threw up just... because. Yeah. Oh, that, I missed that. I thought that they would just have he a was checkup. Ah, uh, yeah, he was tolerating. He was wow. tolerating the abortion because he thought that's what she wanted. Yes. Wow. He literally was trying to be supportive of what she wanted wow. in that situation because he understands, as I one hundred percent agree with that. Like that ultimately should be the woman's choice because they're giving way more than any man can ever give oh in that yeah particular you can't situation. ask somebody to carry a whole baby because you want to but i mean right. also exactly. i think i don't know i feel like it's also kind of a thing that has to be unanimous anyway you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. like if it's if you say together yes or or it's no like you know what i mean like i, I this is getting into another thing but i just feel like if if, if your husband doesn't want to have a kid and you want to have a kid i feel like now nah, you need to go ahead and get that abortion i mean obviously legally speaking rights is your right to do what you want to do but i would say in terms of a good relationship you should you should probably hold off on that but um to get back on their thing i would give a little bit of sympathy to her because i understand being kind of a little bit of a nigga like him in certain aspects i can understand what it feels like to feel like there's no way as the woman there's no way or her there's no way to express my needs correctly without ending up like the bad guy or the dumbass at the end of this conversation and i could feel so many of their conversations and just the way that she talked about their conversations that she was like this is the type of nigga that's always right so so the only way for me to win the argument is to not have the argument the only way for me to get out of this is to book the flight and tell him after the fact because if i tell him two weeks in advance he's gonna have me in therapy we're going to be talking about it and I'll never leave. We'll have another kid and he'll talk me out of this and that. And I'll be like, yeah, technically you're right. And I can't even remember why I felt the way that I felt, but I'm going to remember those feelings again in a month and be confused why my needs still aren't being met. Wow. So I get why she was just like, I got to get on this flight. Cause if I have a discussion with him, it's I'm going to do another 10 years like this. And I can't do another 10 years like this. So. God damn. But the thing is though, like, but when she came back 
and like oh, it's like bitch. the grass oh, ain't greener. The oh, grass. Man. I was happy for him, but uh, I nah, swear to God, no. I, I sympathize with I, that. Yeah. I, Sympathize so and empathize up. with that nigga so much because I could. It's fucked up because I could see myself in a similar situation. Yeah, just from my own life experiences mm-hmm. and just how what I've seen of what a, a, a from marriage. Yeah, and what that shit can look like and how you just never know what could happen in life. You just you you cannot call some shit that happened. You know what I'm saying? And I really empathize with that nigga and just when she left him came back in the third episode after she's living this glamorous life she's a mm. goddamn high powers executive fucking a 29 year old nigga fucking from israel right, tw- like 29 year old nigga from israel this nigga balling and shit yeah and she comes back and talking all this good shit i want you so bad i'm so horny for you i'm lusting over like what the fuck man but the sh- the strength <laughs> i know it took him be like, no, nah, oh, I can't yeah. do this. I can't. I cannot do this. I will not oh, be dragged yeah. back into that hell that I was oh, in. Like, because yeah. I know oh, if we fuck, yeah. it's gonna be sweet. Yeah. But after that, no, nah, it's a wrap. Like, it's gonna be, it's gonna be back to hell again for me, and I'm not going back there. That's seriously a level of like, like, there's so many things that aren't illegal because they can't be and they shouldn't be, but they're just like, god damn, like that level of like psychological torture to be like, I left you and I left you by yourself to pick up the probably the most traumatic thing that's happened in your life. Like a relationship that you thought was fine, crumbled instantly in a night, and I didn't just break up with you. You had to sit there alone in our house knowing that I was currently getting dicked down in Israel by another nigga, right? It wasn't and like, hey, I'm breaking up. for our daughter. While, 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 while having to fucking silence all of your emotions to just be like, oh no, baby, it's fine. We're just, let me just get you your bottle, da, 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 to do all of that. Like. Man, th- I think that's the worst thing. Like, if you if you left him and got on a plane and went to Israel, that's one thing. But to know that you're that you're not having to process the breakup, not just because you already went over it, but because you're currently having your happily ever after. Mm-hmm. That's the thing that makes it so fucked up. If she was just like, I'm gone for three months and I think we should separate, there's not another nigga. Okay, this sucks. I get it. Da 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 da. But to know I'm here in pain. You're over there nutting. In love with another in nigga. Love, Fuck the nut. In, Fuck the, in love, love with in another love, nigga. In love. You, having your fairy tale. Been happen, bro. You know what I mean? No. But to do all of that and then know that I left you. So you never, there was a, never a point where you stopped loving me. And so I can activate that whenever I want because you were desperate. And that's kind of a thing that's scary or maybe beautiful about the marriage thing, kind of as you were saying, like, you don't know, you don't realize what the fuck you might be able to forgive off this love shit. Cause I would, I would be, I feel like I would be hesitant to have this woman in my home. Like, I feel like I maybe could even become, well, I think after a few months, my vindictiveness would, would leave. But I'm just like, even when she first, I was like, oh, the first thing that came to my head was like, oh, you're never going to see your daughter again. Just like, you know, like how can I punish this person kind of thoughts, you know? Mm. Yeah. But and this nigga packed yeah. her luggage. And this nigga packed her luggage. That was oh, at AB. I, I was oh god, like I was. That was gonna be the next thing I wanted to talk nigga. about. That him packing her fucking luggage, and him, and the fact that he, they they didn't raise their voice that much. I know if that was me, and this goes back to our oh you know, yeah. Well, that's kind of my that's kind of my point. Yeah. Yeah, with the yelling and shit. And I've been, you know, I've been doing some thinking about that since yeah. then. But 
But nigga, I would have been yelling. Like I would have been fucking yelling, bro. Like if yeah. I was in that situation yeah. and but just to see like Oh, like, I think no. a lot of niggas would have done a lot more. Though though I would say they would be wrong. I would have broke so, some but, shit. Yeah. Yeah, I would have definitely fucking broke some shit. Absolutely. Yeah. But I think a lot of people would. I, I don't condone it and I, I stand by yeah. what I said previously, but a lot of people would. And that goes back to the real raw human emotion shit that I was trying to, you know, get. Yeah. But anyway, but it's still, but I, I know that I would have been yelling and I would have fucking broke a glass or two, mm. not at her or anything, but I would have broke some shit if I was in that situation. And then after all that, nigga, you packing her luggage and she, because she just throwing shit in the suitcase and you like, bitch, you you can't go nowhere like this. Just mm. like folding oh the clothes God. each. Oh my God! You can't go. You can't. No, you can't go. Like, hold on. Let me do your hair so you can get some nut in it. Like, I can't even imagine. But I feel like the way that he was packing was indicative of the reasons that she was leaving in the first place. You know what I'm saying? So I feel okay, like that so, was repeating the issue. Yeah. So it's like, and I wanted to when we had this discussion. I wanted to compare this to Marriage Story because on this on this podcast oh, yeah. I've. 100% stated why I hated that. That, that movie bullshit. was trash. This was good though, but yeah. This was good. And the reason why this was good is because it's the it's the same thing that I pointed out when um in the in the Black Mirror episode, right? Where when you're dealing with these situations, it's a range of emotion. Sometimes simultaneously, sometimes cyclically. Sometimes you're you're angry at yourself, you're angry at the other person, you're angry at the circumstances, and then you're sad because you let yourself be in this situation and then you're sad that they're leaving and then you're sad that you weren't good enough and then you're angry all over again and then like it's it's a full range of emotion mm. of shit that just happens again sometimes it hits you all at once sometimes it comes in waves and i saw every single emotion every single step of the way in this shit and in marriage story i saw two white people trying to be angry yeah, and it was like like they were just trying to be angry the whole time, and it was Mother, just like when you ever see those <laughs> compilations of like good acting, it's always just white people yelling. Like that's the whole yeah. emotion. Like ah, oh my god, Oscar, it's, we got to give this thing an Oscar. Oh, whoa, wait a minute, did you see that tear that that one tear down the eye? Oh, while yeah. he was yelling, did you see that? You could see his uvula. That's oh, that's being. Jesus. It's yeah. never just fucking anger. Like it's like at some point in the oh, middle yeah. of that fucking argument, you love that fucking person so yes, much. Yes, yes, that was so that good. That, so like, fucking much. Those yeah. moments when she, all that shit. when she was curled up in the bed, and he was like, "But wasn't weren't things beautiful?" And she was like crying, and she was like, even as she's leaving him and saying all of this shit, she's like, "Yeah, no, it was." You know what I mean? Like she, she's kind of torn about destroying this thing, you know. But you oh, know what? She... Acting, acting, real shit. Real, but yeah, to the point that I was gonna point out. I hate you. I love you. I'm gonna take a hard left. Okay. For the anime fans here, Cowboy Bebop. My nigga, let's go. (laughs) Okay. What you what you know? Come on, Spike. What's going on? (laughs) So not even not even Spike Jet. Right, the episode where you get introduced to his ex wife. Oh. And why Mm. she left him? She left him, per her. She said, "I never had to do anything." Anything. She said, I never fucking had to do anything. She mm-hmm. was like, you always just did every fucking thing. I never had to worry about anything. I never had to stand on my own fucking two feet. I came home and you were there doing X, Y, Z. You were cooking, mm-hmm. you were cleaning, you were doing all this shit. She said, I never had to fucking do anything. Yeah. It annoyed the fuck out of me. Yeah. That's why I left. Hey, I'm a nerd out on you real quick. 
I just want to nerd out on you yes. real quick. That was the episode where, because I'm a, I fucking love jazz and Cowboy Bebop has one of the best original soundtracks of probably the best. That and, Sha- and Yoko, shampoo. Fucking nigga, bro. Me, that's a whole other conversation we'll have offline. But <laughs> Yoko Kano is no fucking joke when it comes to orchestrating some music for. But anyway, but Farewell Blues play at the end of that episode when Jet killed his uh, partner. Mm-hmm. And that shit is just, it was just fucking beautiful. But anyway, mm. cool. Let's please proceed. No, that, but that, that shit is, I feel like even if an emotion of resentment is like illogical, which I don't even think makes sense when we're talking about feelings, Mm-mm. I still think it's kind of, which is, which is why I'm, I'm, I don't think I can ever go to a hundred percent against her on this, where it's like, I can understand learning to resent somebody because mm-hmm. like this nigga always crosses his T's and dots his eyes and makes sure everything in the home is perfect. And you just slowly feel pushed out of relevance in this routine, this, this highly routinized person and there's no passion to it. But to your point, Alvin, I think you got to grow up and just be like, that's sorry. You're a 40 year old woman with a child. Like maybe that's not a part of your life anymore. You know, work on your fucking passion. Like, yeah, I, like yeah, I, yeah. I, like it should, it should come from somewhere else, maybe. Like, work on that shit. Like, damn. Like, it's so I don't easier. know, man. I don't know. It's so, easy. it's so much easier to say than to do, though, because if, I agree. Nigga, if, you, if you tell me to work on my passion, I'm still going to be left standing at fucking step zero. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, yeah. what is my passion? How do I do that? Like, what? What? So, but you, I just I, know I don't feel it. But as, I mean? as she found, you're not going to find that in another nigga anyway. Facts. So Facts. it's yeah, like, that's, what that's, were you doing? That's my Facts. Point. Like, it's and a like hard thing, but you're thing not going to find it there regardless. Yeah. My whole thing is this. I try to be the best partner I can be. Mm. I am in my mind, and, we, and, I, and I said this jokingly, um, but everything is a competition. I feel like I'm in competition every fucking day. Every fucking day. So if you tell me that circumstance or whatever is out fucking competing me guess what nigga game the fuck on because i'm finna out compete that shit like i'm gonna find some shit i'm gonna ask you some questions we can sit down we can map this shit out like if i really want to if i really want to we can find we can find some shit that work for you bro we can find that shit because i'm committed that i feel like that's a so so what you mean is if jessica chastain had come to you it's the same scenario and she came to you earlier and she said, I don't feel passion. You don't get me wet anymore. I feel bored in, in our relationship and I hate you for it. What can we do? You get on grind mode? Is that the idea? Or? Yep. Okay. I can. I or can, not, yeah. even, not even this. And, and I extend this well past passion. And mm. I, I've, I've done shit. I've done shit specifically in my current and even like previous relationships that were in direct relation to like what they wanted and what I wasn't providing. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, like that shit, that's just, that shit's nothing to me, man. Like I'll figure this shit out if I want to, if I okay. don't want to, that's a completely different that's story. A, yeah. But like, so what kind of stuff are like, we talking? Like what, what type of, and maybe at the more extreme end where you were like, yo, I, I went above and beyond to recraft myself into a better version of myself for this other person. Like what's on that list? Um, I got an MBA and decided to get a, a you know, a dollar salary. We because might she needed that a... one out. We might want to cut okay, that yeah, one yeah. out. But, but we yeah. will just say a bleepity bleep salary. But, uh, but, and she 
because she needed you to make more money? Yeah, I mean, like shit, like shit was happening, man. It was like, um, you know, you find you find yourself in these situations where social circles are like, oh well, you know, he doesn't make that much money, or like, mm. you know, you're, you're talking to your parents, and it's like, oh, you know, well, he doesn't make that much money. You know, even if I'm making more than you are, we're relatively yeah. equal. You know, like shit comes up like that. So it's like, okay, cool, bet. Let's go. See, for me, I, I, man, and I think a lot of people, you, ah, yeah, sometimes your partner asking you for something can, can feel like a rejection, you know, because like, like you said, that whole competition thing, I'm not with that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm, I, I am down for improving myself or changing myself or, or doing something different in order to, to be a better partner to my partner. Um, to some extent, I, I honestly do have to work on that, but, but not not at the threat of competition and there's some shit that i don't want to compete on like there's some shit where if you were like hey this isn't enough for me then i would just be like cool then i'm not enough for you get to step in yeah I do I, i'm not i'm not gonna do that yeah i think i think there has to be lines for you to remain a healthy individual yeah um, i'm not gonna mutilate to myself lines. into a fucking frankenstein yeah. person to so you know so so let me ask this what do you do if you're with someone who keeps saying i don't know like you know, so they, they're bored, they're mm. not attracted to you anymore, they're not, their passion is gone, and you try to do the work to fix what's going on, or, you know, and they just keep hitting you with, I don't know. And it's not yeah. bullshit. Like, they yeah. tell themselves, I don't know. Like, they yeah. don't know in their own fucking life that and shit has nothing to do with you. Mm. So how can you work with, you know, how can you work with something like that? You know what I mean? You can't, is my short answer. <laughs> I think... I think the vast majority of the time when somebody tells you that they're bullshitting, they know what they want. They're trying to protect you or trying to convince themselves of something. Yeah. But in those mi- yeah. but in those minority cases, I don't think that it's about you. I think it's about them. And I think that ultimately the issue is is therapy. Like you and and therapy can help you realize certain things. Maybe you need to have your eat, pray, love moment. I don't know what the fuck that is, but like mm. A lot of times it ain't about it ain't about what you're lacking in a relationship. It ain't about what you're not getting or getting from somebody else. It's about what you're lacking as an individual within yourself mm. and where you are in your life and where you are in your particular station. And I don't think anything that like I'm going to do as your partner is going to fix that. I think you have to fix that yourself. Yeah. And I think that the first step for that for most people is therapy. Hold on, my nigga. Hold on, hold on. Let me give you one of these right there. A round of applause. That's for you, sir. <laughs> yeah. I think, I mean, and that's that's where I feel like she was very much like, I know where this is going, and I'm you're, the, the therapist is going to tell me all of the things that I need to change and the things that I need to do in my life and how I need to manage these emotions, and you need to change this and you need to change that, but ultimately it's not going to give me passion excitement i'm not going to be whisked away into a new world and a new version of myself and all that kind of shit and but maybe, yeah i don't know if therapy could the, fix that and maybe when you go to therapy you realize that what you're lacking that you think you're going to fill that void in with this passion and being whisked away isn't that mm. maybe it will be that maybe it will be that maybe you'll maybe via therapy you're going to find a more fulfilling version of that at the end of the day maybe you're not going to be so flighty where you're like in a situation where you're fucking Polly and you're leaving for Tel Aviv in like the middle of the mm. night. But then in you the come back to my house too, and I read man. you and I read that you some tentacle. shit and like now you all back on my jock. Like maybe maybe mm-hmm. like you find like a real situation that works for you. Even, one way or another. 
even the way she tried to fuck him was so so just despicable to me because it was it wasn't even just a horny fuck you know what i'm saying she created a scenario where she coerced him into expressing an emotional vulnerability and then led that into a teary-eyed sexual encounter so it's like that's not just sex that's the whole shit that's emotion that's the heart all the but, way down you know but he was also playing into that shit too but Absolutely. but it's her, but it's please, her response yeah but it, please stay for please stay for one please please see but it's i think i think i think yeah but i think it's your okay. i think it's her responsibility to not do that like i think it's her, i think when you're the person who left and you're the person who's got all of the power is your responsibility to move away from that that's that's what you have to do it's like it's like when people say like don't take advantage of a person like you know that this person is in a weakened state because of the psychological trauma you've wrought upon them over the last year I think it's your job to be the bigger person and be like, oh, maybe we shouldn't have sex. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it really shouldn't have been on him to say let's not have sex because you know the psychological state he's been in of desperation for your approval and attraction and love. And he, like, he's, like he said, him and his baby are not luggage for you to pack up and whisk away whenever you want to put down and pick back up. So she also, yeah, it's on your, she, it's also, on your. she also did this thing. And I know we've talked about this briefly um, from um, the Haunting of Hill House, which has like four world class scenes, by the way, for anybody listening that has not seen it. Literally four like textbook, like should be in fucking film studies kind of scenes. But anyway, she explicitly forced out of him that information about him seeing somebody. Mm. Why would she do that? Oh, probably no. because she wanted probably because she wanted to put him in a situation where he'd be fine fucking her in an emotional fashion to fill this emotional void that she has without any sense of attachment oh he's got mm. somebody i've got somebody mm-hmm. we're just you know we're fulfilling a need for each other mm. Mm. is that what you got because i got the sense that there was like that there was also and man, she came in with a whole different energy too, man. On that third episode, she came in with the boots, with the makeup. She came in Yo, a bad bitch, a whole different vibe. Said, she she was was hair was different. Yeah, she came. Oh man, she came. She <laughs> I would be mad. Good. I would be kind of mad because I'm like, that's that's new dick aesthetic. Like she I'd be look, like, you looking crazy she, right this now. This bit looked like she was in Tel Aviv for real, goddamn. Yes. I'm like, yo, like she had just had a whirlwind <laughs> adventure. She was under <laughs> yo, the Iron she, Dome, nigga, for sure. She you right? Like she was fresh off a jet, goddamn. Yes. <laughs> like I don't even know where you get those 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 knee high boots. Like yeah, Tel Aviv, she, man. Tel Aviv, Israeli boots. <laughs> a woman with knee high boots is sexy. Jesus Christ! But yeah, she came in with a whole different energy. Her personality was different. She was bright. She Lighter, was like, yeah, she was just glowing. free. She was like, oh, you got a little girlfriend. Like she was just saying mm. shit that was totally different than the the drained married woman energy that she had before. Mm-hmm. But I I took it as like jealousy more like because she was she was trying to dismantle the relationship more but then but then in that moment where she was on the where she was in his bed and he broke up with the girl i think it, it almost seemed like she was jealous and maybe that's to your point or sorry not jealous uh, guilty because she was just like why would you break that up like why did you why did you do that why did you treat I, her that way I call and it wasn't about giving, oh okay 
uh, I caught Cap on that. Like she, she wasn't. I don't think she felt any type of way about them breaking up. I think it might have just been awkward for her to kind of hear that. Oh, what awkward? That, why? I think yeah, like the awkwardness of just like oh, cause, because she did ask him if he was seeing somebody else, and he just kind of played it to the side at first. Mm. And then like she she brought it up again. And I thought and I thought that was so weird. It's like, bitch, you fuck. And I'm and I'm strongly empathizing yeah. with this nigga because I'm like, yeah. I'm like, bitch, you left me for another nigga. Like you was in. What the fuck does it matter what I'm doing? For eight if months. I got a little girlfriend yeah. right now, yeah. What does it? Why, why do you want to know? What does it matter? You fucking fell in love with somebody else. Why does it matter? Why are you asking me this? So I I don't know, bro. I just feel like. She was kind of like Alvin said, checking the vibe and like, okay, well, if he's got somebody else, I have somebody else. Technically, we're still in a relationship, even though that she did not know that Polly left that voicemail on her ex husband's fucking phone yet. In her Why mind, was he holding on to that? Oh, nigga, that's he, a, that was he, a G move. Because he set G. that down like it was a, oh, let me yep. just play something like a, like a political thriller, nigga. Let that me was just ex- play something for you real quick. That was exactly mm. why he was holding on to that shit. I would the same damn thing. Cause I know I you're full of shit. You didn't come over thing. here. You didn't come over here because you were overwhelmed by passion in a moment. You came over here because your shit failed in part. You know what I mean? Yeah, your goddamn ship sinking. Like, so I'm your backup plan. Which, yeah. man, you know what's crazy? At the end of that episode, when she said, "Cause I, I think, I think I agree. I empathize with him, and I think that maybe muddies my assessment of the whole situation. Cause I, I watch it and I'm him." You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I'm not her, mm-hmm. um, even though I get where she's coming from on some of this stuff. But yeah. when she was like, well, what if Polly wasn't coming? You know, like when she said that bit, um, I was like, fuck, man, I might say yes. You know what I mean? Like, because it because it because it, <laughs> yeah. it which I feel like is so unfair. And that's what sucks about a person having so much power in a relationship. And it I don't know that there's a way around that, but what she proposed as wild as it was because it was some i mean that is a crazy proposal big wild hey well you just got this little bullshit job why don't you just come on take care of my daughter while we live in 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 europe and i fuck my nigga you know and i was like even when she said that apartment i'll put you in an apartment i'll pay for everything everything when she said that i was like it low key makes complete sense. Like on an emotional level i understand why you would say no but like there's literally no box that it doesn't tick you know, nah, you know I think a, it makes it's sense. Hella boxes is hella. Tell me, if tell me, tell me. About, if we talking about when she first left and that crazy ass proposition she made to him about her, her going over, I mean, about him going to fucking Tel Aviv and just being put up in a London apartment, yeah. London, whatever, whatever it was. Oh, that makes a difference. You know what I'm saying? Okay. It does. Okay, so it which does. which situation Especially are you talking about? Are you, you talking uh, about pre-op or pre-op, pre or not pre-op, but pre or post? What? <laughs> I know, right? Um, yeah. So pre or post. when 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 the proposal was that she would still be with Polly, even in that situation, and I think just saying London makes a big difference in Tel Aviv because London he can as a professor he can build a life much more easily than he can in Tel Aviv. But okay, so that so that's pre. That's when pre. pre made, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, so because pre was. Nigga, Polly was there. Polly yes, was going. Yes, 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 he was going to yes. have to sit and watch that shit. Yes, and that's one thing you got to sit True. and watch. You got to sit and physically watch that shit. Yes, happen in front of your eyes. Yes, fresh when the wound was just created. That's a hell no. That's that's a no right there. Two. So what? That he was a scholar or an intellectual? 
he still had life of friend, friends, people, parents, or whatever in the states. He mm, had that's tenure. another one. You know how hard that shit Ten- is. You know people don't Yo. give that shit up. Mm-mm. Yeah. Mm-mm. It's, no, that's that was, and then and he even said it too. Like we're not just luggage for you to pick up and put down at your own oh, yeah. convenience. That way, and that's just off GP. I think for me the reason, yeah. You see, and I feel like a lot of it is GP. It's mm-hmm. it's not about what we're doing. It's about what's being subcommunicated about our value relative to one another. And I feel like those are kind of can be quite petty. Like those needs can be quite petty because she's saying, look, we can make it so that your daughter has two stable, well-paid-for homes living in London. She's still very plastic, very young. People uproot their families all the time. So don't talk about her having friends because people move all the time. That's super regular. And yeah, you're going to have to watch my boyfriend and me do things. And I broke your heart and cheated on you. Happens every fucking day. Because most people, when they break up and leave their family, they don't move to Tel Aviv. They stay in the same city. Y'all cohabitate. You have to drop your kid off. And the nigga who opens the door is a nigga who stole your girl. Happens all the fucking time. I feel like given the alternative, which is this girl doesn't have, this little girl doesn't have a mom and you struggle more with finances. What she proposed makes sense, except for on GP. So, so the general thing that I want to point out is you're absolutely right with everything that you said. That doesn't mean that it's not traumatic. Like there are oh, a yeah, lot of things. Yeah, yeah, that, there yeah, are a yeah. lot of things that happen all the fucking time that are super fucking traumatic for children that you probably should try to avoid if you want to. That's one. Two. I don't think that's that traumatic. I don't think. I, I think in the hierarchy of trauma, like it's pretty low, but it's still traumatic to a lot of people. Like there's actual research on that. Rel- um, relative to the alternative, though. Relative to the alternative, but that's what I'm going to get to next. Okay. It's not like he was a poor motherfucker, man. This man was a was yeah, a tenure professor true, at true. Tufts. Yeah, like I don't, I don't. Again, for the audience, Tufts is perennially a top thirty university in the United States. It's a good fucking private institution. They got cash. He was probably making, I would wager, about one hundred and fifty k plus. He's doing minimal. fine. Yeah. See, he's and doing I missed fine. that. I missed that because I thought also, that nigga was broke. Nah, he, no, he, he was, she, he was yeah. broke relative to her. He was doing yeah. just because she was in tech. Fine. She's probably making like three hundred k or some crazy shit like that. Probably, Man. he was probably know, making more yeah. than that, yeah. and probably stood to make more once they went public. Oh but yeah, that's my thing. Once you start getting into that situation, she could have went somewhere else. Like she didn't have to go to London. Like she was forcing him to move for her convenience. She wasn't making any sacrifices in that situation. Yeah. Like I don't, I don't. She could have went somewhere. She could have went to Google or her startup see, experience, I think, running all this shit, and probably made just as much money. Didn't pro- salary base. Yeah. She probably wouldn't have the the earning potential in terms of them going public with shares, because that's what a real millionaires get made in tech. You know, you you take you get in with a with a startup before they go public. They go public. You're a millionaire overnight. That kind of shit. But they would have been fine. They didn't have to do none of this shit. And I feel it was selfish of her in that particular situation to make it seem like yeah the workable no, right. situation yeah. that forced both of them to give yeah. up everything versus her making right. what would have been right. honestly a lateral move you're right no you're 100 right you're 100 right and honestly if i was him i would have said fuck no i would told the fuck yourself yeah we going we going to court I I, I, I'll, I'll, I'll fight you i'll fight you know. to the end and, and you'll never see your daughter again if that's what we got to do or you can, or you can, you can back up a little bit, and we can, we can figure this out. But that's one hundred percent. Yeah. So I, yeah, I will take that back, saying 
the emotional hurt that that would put him through. Cause I really, I really don't think it would be that fucked up for the daughter any more so than any divorce or, or probably even less so than most, most divorce two parent, you know, situations are, but asking him to do that, even though it kind of makes sense on paper is fucked up. Given the fact that you could choose to just stay, you could just choose to not take that job and do something else to not hurt this man any more than you already have. So yeah, I, I'll, I can see it. I'll, I'll take that back. Um, I think his daughter yeah. would have lost respect for him if she would have looked back on understood. that shit growing yeah. up. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, no. Yeah. I mean, she, I mean, like, if she grew up and then looked back yeah. and why we were in London, <laughs> I think like, <laughs> yeah. she would have been looking at dad like, what the <laughs> fuck? What? <laughs> you, you moved? That? What kind of? That that's, some, what? Yeah, that's some beta male coon shit if I ever fucking heard it. To move oh, to another country with your ex-wife <laughs> in an apartment <laughs> that she pays for so that she can fuck the man that she left you for, and you have to make new friends in this city that she decided to move you to. Bro. What? Real talk. I'm sorry. What, what were we gonna say? Oh no, no. I was. That was a. That was a punctuation. Is is from? You know, this goes back to like my personal experiences, what I've seen growing up, and just you know relationships and stuff. Is that shit terrifies me, bro? Like being married and being in love with somebody yeah. like that, and like trying legit trying your best, like man, doing your best, man or woman, or regardless what side of the fence you fall on, like was you know, that shit terrifies me. Like just to to wake up one day and the person that you love so deeply and try so hard for don't love you no more, or don't find you attractive no more. You just oh. not enough. And then Man. I can just hear, and just for this specific specific example, I can just hear women saying, oh, well, she gave you the signs. She gave you the signs, but. Fuck all that. It don't fucking thing, matter. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm Fuck saying? Signs. It's like the shit, it's, 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 it's a role that's, that gets, that could be easily spun in vice versa that women yeah. have to go through all the way. So that shit, that shit is, is terrifying. And like I said, and that was another thing that made me look very introspectively at myself mm. and was the fact that he did not yell. Yeah. He didn't which yell. He, he, like, which is what he was supposed to do. I don't want to rehash that, that whole discussion we've had, but he, he acted as he should have. The, the, what you'll notice is she did yell. But she scre- she that, screamed at him when he co- held her accountable for, for her own actions. And even in that, like I can, and it's just like even in that, I can understand it. I can I can understand it because like under that sort of emotional duress, I can understand if if you fucking yell like I get it like we're not robots, but yeah, it, it it but it did it did make me look back at myself and even look back on the situations that I've witnessed you know growing up in the home, when you've been in situations like that and you don't yell like there's a there's a way to still communicate and have these extremely tough conversations without yelling per se. Yeah. So, you know, but Nick, man, that shit, and, that shit is terrifying. And this is, I, I agree. That terrifies me. That's one of the things that I'm very afraid of is, 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 it's not having things crumble. It's not even losing a relationship. It's just like somebody, somebody secretly not wanting me. And that's why mm. I have a real issue with the idea of signs like to some extent I understand like men don't listen when a person is trying is begging you to figure out how to stay with you and you won't listen um men do that women do it too but I think men in general don't have don't express needs enough in the first place they just kind of go along and get along half the time um 
and women tend to be a little bit more emotionally intelligent and shit like that. But I think people in general don't like your partner is begging you. Like when, when you're in conflict and fighting, they're begging you, please figure out with me how we can stay together, nigga, you know, mm-hmm. and, and folks don't listen to that. But the second, the absolute second you start making plans for post breakup and have not broken up with that person, fuck all that. That all goes out the window. You're now trash. That's, that's my view without exception. The second you are inflating your life raft and you haven't let anybody know that the ship is sinking, I don't give a fuck about what signs you gave. Cause you, cause at this point, you now know that the reason you're doing what you're doing is to make sure you're okay and fuck how they do. And that's what she did. Cool. You can be giving them all the signs. It ended however long ago. You in secret built a loving relationship and a plan for your life for the next 20 years, knowing that he didn't know what was going on. I don't give a fuck about signs. And he would not be a part of that. What you should do is say, look, I don't think I can do this anymore. Cool. You should start making plans, Oscar Isaacs, and I will too. Not, hey, so this is what I'm doing with my life now. I hope the next eight months of your life will go all right. No. Yeah. And that's, I, I, I led with it up front. I don't think that, and I want to reiterate it. I don't think anybody should feel any type of way for getting out of relation, a relationship that doesn't suit their needs. Yeah. Even yeah, if it's yeah. a marriage. Yeah. And even, even if, if you you're have bored. children. Yeah. I think she let it go on too long. That again, that is the only thing. See, you that know I what? can oh, re- looking at it objectively, looking at it objectively, taking myself out of it because I feel yeah. like we're all seeing ourselves in this just a yeah. little bit. Mm-hmm. Taking my taking myself out of it, honestly and truthfully, that's the only thing I think that she really did wrong. Now I have to get pushback because I feel like what she did had so many levels of heinousness that we ended up forgiving the fact that she sucked another nigga's dick. Like that by itself, in most scenarios, we'd be having a conversation about that. But she did so much fucked up stuff on top of it that we're like, well, you know, but she fell in love with it. That's the real fucked up thing. She did it for eight months. She didn't tell him soon enough. And it's like she did so many crimes that we were forgiving the misdemeanors. Like, Fair enough. you know what I'm saying? I feel like it was all wrong. Like the second she cheated really should have been the, the wrong thing. But she did so much fucked up shit. They were like, you know what? You know what? I can forgive the suck in the dick. Just tell me a little bit sooner, you know? Just Honestly, but that was that was how he that was how he approached. Oh yeah, the situation. he did. He which was like, he which was is like, man, you way... cheated, but do you love him? Like, he was he was on that same. Can shit. I see it? He was on that this... way. But can she I... didn't give him she didn't give him space to process it. Like he was like, hey, so what color do you want to paint the bedroom? And she was like, I'm in love with someone else. And he was like, okay, word, word. Sorry, what's up? What'd you say? Like, like <laughs> what, she what? she presented it in the most he didn't even have any time or space to breathe or pack or anything so you don't you know? want to renovate the room yeah do you want is that a is uh, that a color i fell in love with him is that a color of pink that? is that a shade oh, okay. of is that chartreuse and what is that also, also I is he gonna out, move into the renovated room yeah do you mean i want to point out this nigga didn't even want to renovate the room he he he, he agreed to renovate the room because she wanted to fucking renovate the room this nigga didn't even want to renovate the room and her and energy every turn, was, this nigga was accommodating and it and her energy was so crazy where she was just like mm-hmm, no we can do whatever you want like when she did that those little micro things where she was just like mm-hmm. it doesn't because it's like you're still trying to build the house that i'm moving out of 
you're still trying to to cultivate and cater to a relationship that I you talking about some shit from eight months ago. You you talking about how to to love me right with a nigga. I'm not I'm not with you anymore. I haven't been with you for months. And you talking about, oh, well, you know, do you want to take out the structural beam so we can, you know, open up that closet to get a little bit more space in the room? I, I, I don't care what you do. I don't, I, I, don't I do want to I do want to kind of flip the script because I feel like it's extremely easy for us to to be um, empathetic in this situation mm. because the, the 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 you know the stereotypical gender roles have been reversed like the, the woman is the one who's egregiously outright so, in the man. wrong versus the man I well yeah but, so. but but I think what she did kinda... was was textbook narrative usual way a woman tends to leave the only thing that was gender flip was that she made money and she was willing to support him after the fact, and she could use that to toss him around. But the narrative is more so on the man, though, that the man is the one who kind of leaves. You know, he, he dad went out and go get some milk, and the nigga oh, never facts. came back. Like, facts, that's facts, facts. sort of yes, thing. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So just as far as, like, that narrative, how would, would we would we have the same energy if it was the man doing, like, in the exact same situation is, as, uh, the, as the woman? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, because a man's never done it like that or, or, or tend not to do it that way. Because it's not the leaving. With some caveats, I agree. With, it, with, like, with a few caveats yeah. in that situation. There's a, yeah. there, there's a few crafty niggas who are real smart. There's a few <laughs> niggas that move like women, like they're clever. And I've seen it happen a couple of times. Man, I see, yeah. Yeah, I've seen yeah. it happen. But it's very rare. You're not going to get me. You're not finna get me, goddamn. <laughs> I'll be all right. Shit. <laughs> but for the most part, men don't build that safety net in general. Like men, men really are kind of dumb when it comes to safety nets. Like we just, we'll just, yep, that's everything's right there. If my wife leaves me, I have no friends. I have no social, you know, no social support network, no hobbies, nothing. This bitch is my life. You underestimate Wait. niggas a little bit, but I get where you're coming from. As far as like on average, on average, general, yeah, I get, I get, yeah, I get where you're coming from. But like niggas, women be, are much niggas. more likely to be like, okay, my my home girl knew when we talked about it and looked all at all the angles, and we already booked a trip. And, her home girl oh, yeah. knew. Her home girl yeah, knew. Yeah, bro, your home girl. Oh. This nigga Oscar hey, Isaac really thought. Knew. What's crazy is this nigga thought they were his friends. He had them over his house for dinner. He thought those were his friends. They're not your friends, bro. They're not Yo, your friends. They're the her home friends, girl nigga. tried to fuck you gotta his know. Wife. You got to know the difference between y'all friends and her friends. Nigga. Exactly. Yeah. He didn't know. That motherfucker was stupid. He was at the dinner one thinking, on one, you know. nigga. One yeah. on one. And they, they had a little one fight one. at the table, and he was sitting there being like, huh, good thing my marriage is not like that. Good thing, you know. Oh, guys, just calm down. Maybe we'll just, you want to just take her upstairs, and I'll, you know, we'll handle it as the mature couple in the room. Meanwhile, mm-hmm. these two looking at each other like, you don't even know. He don't even know. Not only is she fucking this other nigga, she loves this other nigga and about to leave him in three months. And we gonna get a crazy fucking phone call in the middle of the day. Someday, we don't oh, know. Oh, she was fucking Polly at, at that time, during that time? Yes, the I'm whole like, time. Yeah. Because yeah. see, the, the timeline was fucking me up. The yeah. timeline was, was, uh, true. was yeah, messing yeah, yeah. me up, bro. But I don't, I, I don't think they knew at that point. I don't think the but other Jesus, couple knew yet. But she was. Though, the whole time. I was right. I called that shit. I called that shit. Mm. I was talking to somebody because me and somebody else was like watching at the same time. At least we started the episode. This the whole episode going to just be this. So did you, you watch so, it before? Yeah, yeah. This whole so yeah. You watched yeah. it at the same time? You didn't start before them? Oh, yeah, 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 motherfucker. When'd you, you watch it? First episode. Same time? First episode. Nigga, also, I'm, watched- in diff- I'm in different time zones. So I watch everything before mm. y'all. Nigga, I'm, <laughs> nigga, I'm in tomorrow mm. already. Nigga, I'm in tomorrow already. Wow. Don't come at me. 
fuck out of here. It's a possibility that that fucking baby wasn't even uh, his. It's a possibility that the baby wasn't even his. The baby was years old. The, the affair was months old. Yeah. Oh, 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 oh that baby. Old. No, the pregnancy, oh, bro, when she got right. pregnant. You right, nigga. I called that, that shit. Is, I said, yes. so I'm telling me that oh, that baby might not that. be his. Episode I bet she did want to abort that nigga. Yo. I bet she did. <laughs> Episode four, niggas. Damn. Oh, shit. damn. I, you, yeah. She probably did want to abort that motherfucker, too. Because that motherfucker Jeez. might come out with that Israeli nose. And she like, oh, shit. It's Jewish. Too. I don't know. Yeah. Fuck. Oh my God. Oh, but I guess Israeli Jewish they did the same thing. So, you know, she could she could play it off. But oh, yeah. man, oh my God. But yo, one thing that I will say that was a real nail in the coffin, because I could see myself depending on some things, maybe acting like he did in certain moments. But I think for me, the the killer line is always, I'm not attracted to you anymore. I feel like that's actually probably one of the most hurtful lines that I could receive. I've gotten yeah. I've 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 been told that once in my life. And I would say that's that's the because everything else I feel like I can be okay, or maybe even we can work on this, or even if we can't, I'm I'm good. That is a that is a killer. Like when she said that shit in the in the foyer when she was leaving, and he was like, We can work on this. And she was just like, I'm not attracted to you. How are we gonna work on that? And then she was like, fuck, I'm sorry, I shouldn't have said that. But you just like pushed me to it. You know, she was she said it exasperated. Yeah, yeah, like she didn't, yeah. she like she didn't want to hurt his feelings with the truth. Like yeah. there's nothing to talk about. I don't, you don't make me wet no more. There's nothing to, you're trying to negotiate. It's not a communication thing. It's not the dishes. It's not how you communicate. I don't want to fuck not, you no more, nigga. Like, you know? But, it, but see, can I'm you doing really... real nigga shit. I'm like, yeah, man, what is it, man? Do I need, like, just for me and my grades? You know, I need to go to the gym, nigga. Do I need to, like, you know, I can never. I could I never. I do a real nigga shit. I could never. I'm getting waves. I'm goddamn getting exactly, nigga. Like man, Alvin, you a beta boy, soy cuck. Goddamn it, fuck that. Hell no. Blackmail beta cool. Blackmail beta cool boy. Blackmail beta cool. Hilarious. Is that shit not a hilarious like turn of phrase? Oh, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. Fucking blackmail. It flows trippingly from the tongue. Oh my god. But yeah, I couldn't. Nah. Because because I remember the time when someone told me that, like, because we were we were going back and forth. And at the time and even still now, I understand what it is to argue with an arguing motherfucker. What, you know what I'm saying? Like, which I've said before, like, I get what it is to just be going back and forth with a nigga like me, where it's just like, fuck. Yeah, you're right. Whatever, Eddie. Like, you know, the kind of shit. But the second she was like, I'm not attracted to you anymore. I was like, oh, cool. We're good. We don't need to. We don't need to solve anything. It's cool. Like we don't need to. I don't need to know the why. We don't need to go back and forth. Like I get it. We're done. Cool. Mm. Man, see, man, see, it's in. Oh my god, because I know what it feels like to feel that, but no one is, no one's ever outright said that to me. But I've mm. definitely been in a situation dealt with someone who, who I know for a fact that that's basically what it is. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like they not a, they not. It's it ain't it ain't there no more. Like they not attracted mm. to me like that. I don't turn them on. They're not turned on by me anymore. You know what I'm saying? It's like hell no, nah, boy. Yeah, that that shit fuck with your self esteem and your confidence, yeah. bro. If you keep not, fucking not with me, um, not me. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah and I I put up with a lot. I think. I mean, maybe I'll be giving myself more credit, but I feel like I I'm I'm willing to fight for a relationship. If you are, we can get through a lot. Like 
I think I could maybe could probably maybe potentially could get past cheating if she did a whole I mean, if she did so much she like throw up like smoke bombs and shit like she did so much shit that I'm like <laughs> oh fuck all right I can't we gonna have to pick our battles here you done done so much yeah. that I'm just like I guess I could forgive the fucking you know but this, <laughs> this, the second she says I'm not <laughs> you know what I'm saying in that moment like you anybody was like all right well you did so much egregious shit I gotta forgive that because like yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because I, I I'm not gonna yeah I'm not gonna the be able to live. The integrity of this bitch is fucking <laughs> is failing. <laughs> right, she shot you in the leg and then hit you with a shotgun in the shoulder. Like, all right, one triage, one thing at a time. Like, we have to let that leg go. Like, it's structural damage to the to the torso. Jesus Christ! Because if yeah, if your girl was like, yo, so I fucked another nigga, you'd be like, what? And she'd be like, but I'm in love with him. Oh, oh shit, what? And I'm um, I'm leaving with him tonight. Oh, hold on, what? And we've been together for eight months. Oh, can we work whoa. it out? Well, yeah. can we, hold on, can we work it out? Are you you would, yeah, you would be progressively from like mad to like, wait, are you sure? Because you would think, right? Time out. Yeah, Eddie, you get you giving these niggas the blueprint. That's the fucking blueprint. You really are. Yeah, <laughs> maybe that's how you really get away from it. Is layer like, that shit up. Just do just more layer fucked that shit up, up shit. Mm. So they, yeah. Like, Yo, Jesus cheats. Christ! Because because when somebody cheats on you you're in a position where it's like like you know you know like if, if if you cheat on a girl and you're like oh babe i'm sorry that's usually the energy that happens and she's like no fuck you nigga da, da, da. but if you were just like no this isn't cheating i'm leaving you i feel like that shifts the whole conversation very quickly to like wait what did i do or like da, da, da. so and then it can turn into can we work this out very quickly Cause she wasn't, she wasn't apologetic. She wasn't like, "Hey, I made a mistake." She was like, "I'm leaving you, nigga." Like, a masterclass, right? A masterclass. God damn, damn. this is nigga, this is the red flags shit. God damn, this is this, this is the lesson. This is the masterclass. Jessica Chastain. This is an episode for the ladies. Who? I don't know, oh, bro. Because they, they, they sat through and waited till the end of that revolution. We making what monsters. <laughs> so look, with that, with that in mind, if your if your girl is quiet and not communicating and i don't knowing you to death and y'all haven't <laughs> fucked in a while and then all of a sudden y'all fuck again you may very well be seeing some red flags but but motherfucker <laughs> if you leave your nigga the night of after eight months of infidelity with another nigga who's 10 years your junior and you fly the fuck off and leave him with all of his trauma and y'all's daughter you are waving a red flag a couple of them as a matter of fact honestly this has been Waving the Red Flag Podcast. It's Eddie. It's Josh. It's Alvin. See y'all bitches in beta male coon cucks. What is it again? Next week. <laughs> beta male coons. It was a beta male coon. Beta male coon cucks. A beta male coon. Oh, black male beta coon. Black male beta coon. Mm. Yeah. Well, she said, he said this shit. Tiger Bandicoot. On the breakfast club. That shit fucking cracks me up every time. Sometimes I need to laugh and I just watch that clip. Oh, it's a beautiful phrase that's the episode Jesus. name peace we see y'all next week y'all should definitely watch more of the, the episode and oh oh and also let me uh, thank the patreon so this week we've got anointia johnson robert we got hey we're a black podcast god damn i'll tell you that okay chris lee fernandez just call me wa uh kaylin michael phillips maluba princess Shepard Scott and Rio Padron II. Thank you very much for, for helping us produce this, this episode. And uh, if y'all want to join us in the pre-recording before each episode, where we just kind of like shoot the shit before we start recording and y'all want to ask us questions, want to talk to us, just want to watch, come through on the Patreon. And uh, we'll see y'all next week with more episodes of... Well, yeah. <laughs>
It's a red flag. 